Hello, how y'all doing today? We're back at day 29. We're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly but surely. Praise God. Today we're talking about identity crisis. We're talking about the identity crisis. Let's pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to come before your people. Lord, Heavenly Father, right now, decrease that your spirit may increase and that you may have your divine way. Say what you want to say, your Heavenly Father. Touch who you want to touch. Do what it is that you want to do. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. And today, the identity crisis, day 29. Let's go to work. Um, my focus verse is coming from Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. And it says, your father knows what you have need of before you ask him. Your father knows what you have need of before you ask him. Now, but for this topic, I read Luke 15, 11 through 32. And it's about the prodigal son who took his inheritance from his father and went to a faraway country and spent it on worldly living. And after he had spent everything he had, he joined himself to a citizen of that country. And that citizen sent him out into the field to feed the swine or to feed the pigs. And he filled his belly with whatever the pigs was eating. And, and, and he gave him nothing. But when, we, when he had come to himself, he said, how many servants are there in my father's house who have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. And he said, I will arise and go to my father and say, I have sinned against heaven and against you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. And while he was yet still a ways off. The father saw him and had compassion on him, ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said, Father, I have sinned against you in heaven, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said, bring the best robe put on him, put a ring on his hand and kill the fatted calf and let's eat and be merry. For my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost, but is now found. And this is a story about receiving what you thought would benefit you, but wasting it on careless living, thinking it would never run out, thinking it would earn you notoriety among your peers, but instead it landed you in a place of aggravation, in a place of distress, in a place of sleeplessness, in a place of anger, because when you were with the Father, you had need of nothing. You had need of nothing. When you were with the Father, life was good. When you were with the Father, all you had to do was be the Son. But now you have gotten yourself into a tissy. You have gotten yourself into a mess, a fine mess, and you can't get yourself out of. And now you have to go back to your father just to live, just to live. You have to go back to your father just to live because you don't have enough for, for where you are. Or either you're going to keep eating slop just like the pigs. And you have to go back with shame on your face. You have to go back with failure on your face. You have to go back with humility because you went off and did what you wanted to do. But it lands you in the slop. But to your surprise, your father was happy to see you, to love you, to eat and be merry with you. And even forgave you for your shortcomings and receives you with open arms. I want to say that though... That was the case for this young man. Some of us men have grown up without a father. 
No man to guide us in the way that we should go. No one to affirm us as a son. So we followed the way of the world. And in the 90s, and in the 80s and the 90s, that's when I grew up. And we followed BET. And we followed the guys in the hood. And we learned behaviors that was never supposed to be. Some of us fell into gangs. Some of us fell into drugs. Some of us fell into stealing and lying and all these other things. And whatever else the status quo was at that time. Living in single parent households with no supervision. Just doing what we wanted to do at our own will. But the moms did their best. Our mothers did the best that they could. They raised young, they raised boys that they could never teach how to be men. They could teach them responsibility. They could teach them how to fend for themselves, but they could never teach a boy how to be a man. And mothers did their best at it. But we needed men to show us how to be men and to affirm us coming into manhood to show us how to be men and to affirm us coming into manhood. Just imagine doing something that made your father so happy that he announced you to the world and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And imagine he gave you all the authority that he had the, with gifts. He gave you gifts. He gave you the people. He gave you his business. He gave you business with the banks. He gave you the same image as your daddy was. Is the same image that you are walking in. And then imagine. He confirmed you. He confirmed your manhood. Not only before your peers. But before everyone and your name would become the greatest name that ever was. Let's be honest here for a minute. Who doesn't know the name of Jesus? And who doesn't know his father, God? Now imagine the same God, the father of Jesus wants to be your father and bestow to you the inheritance that befalls to you. And I want to say that the reason for the identity crisis of men is because we don't know the love of a real father, a father who would teach you in every way so that you can take a partnership in the family business, a father who is so joined to you. And that he won't let you get it wrong. But if you do, he will be there to correct you. And if you won't receive the correction and run off and do your own thing, he will be the father that waits for you to come to yourself and come home. Even though you are a great ways off, he sees you coming, meets you and rejoices with you and over you that you are alive and well. And that's the father that we have in God. And that's what I want you to understand today, that. I know that down in in down through the years that have since passed, we have gotten ourselves into trouble. We have gotten ourselves into things that we don't know. We did not know how to get out of. We were living with mothers that were not fathers. 
We were living in households that was that didn't have the structure of a man. We were living in, some of us was living in a household that a man was there, but he was absent. Some of us was living in a household that a man was there, but he wasn't a father to us. Some of us was living in a household that a man was there, but he was so far from being what 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 was what the example of a man was that we couldn't follow him or otherwise we'll be in a worse predicament than we are now and i want to tell somebody that there is a father that loves you unconditionally there is a father that never leaves and never forsakes you there is a father that always right there when you need him to be he's always listening he's always there he's on time all the time all around the time throughout time he's always there never letting you take that never letting you take that walk alone never letting you take that ride alone but he's right there my question to you is if you have a father that good if you have a father that will treat you that well regardless excuse me Regardless of where you've been in life, regardless of what you did in life, regardless of what you said in life, regardless of the way you acted in life, he will still be there for you to welcome you home, to put the ring on your finger, to put the robe on your back, to dress you and put sandals on your feet and to announce to the world that you are his son in whom he is well pleased. I want to know, can you handle that kind of love? I know you can. Because everybody wants to be loved. Regardless of who they are, regardless of what status quo, regardless of their nationality, regardless of their mindset, regardless of any of that, regardless of how they was raised or how they felt, out with their parents, regardless of anything that you could ever think of, everybody wants to be loved. It's built in us to want to be loved. And I just want to say today that we have a father who is willing to love us unconditionally. Don't matter how your thought process is. He's willing to partner with you and help you to walk out everything that you are going through and have went through to get your mindset to the place where he can crown you king, where he can crown you son, where he can crown you and that you can have partnership in his business. Well, he can trust you even though you were a liar. Well, he can trust you even though you were stealing. Well, he can trust you even though you walked away. Even though you didn't want anything to do with him. He is the father that knows how to get us to the place that we are supposed to be. He's the father that knows how to get us on track. He will make that path straight. He is the father that forgives. He is not the God of 
a second. He's not a second chance father, but he's the father of another chance. He gives us chance after chance after chance after chance. Just imagine how many times have you messed up in life? How many times have you done what you wanted to do in life? How many times? How many times? How many times? But yet and still, he calls out for you. Yet and still, he tells you to draw near to me. Yet and still, he still says that I love you. And I still have a purpose for you. I still have a plan to prosper you. I still have everything that you need. And I'm willing to give it to you. All you have to do is come unto me. I know you're tired of running. He said, but I'll give you rest for your weary soul. I know that you feel you, 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 you don't ran all you can ran. You can ran all you can run till you started walking. He said, but, but, but if, if you would just come to me, I will help you walk by what you can't see. I'll help you walk by faith and not by sight because we have been walking after things that we have been seeing for years and years and some for decades. But God is saying, I'm still that, I'm still that father. I'm still the father. And I don't care how much you got wrong. And I don't care what road you went down. And I don't care what happened. And I don't care who you did it with. And I don't care about any of those things. But I care about you. And I want you home. I want you to come back to me. 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 I want you to sit at my table and let me feed you. I want you to sit at my table and let me teach you. I want you to sit at my table and be joined back to me. God is saying, I want you in the fullness, in all your broken pieces. And all your, your messed up mentality. And all the way you walked in the wrong way. I still want you. I know you did things that they said that I couldn't forgive. But I forgive you. I know you did things that they said. They said that you were nothing. But I forgive you. A father. A father. That will love you to the end of the earth. He said there is nowhere that you can go. Excuse me. That I won't be. He said if you make your bed in hell. He said I'll be there because I love you son. He said if you go out and get in the middle of the ocean. I will be there also. He said that if you climb to the highest mountain. He said I will be there. If you go to the lowest valley. The lowest valley. I will be there. He said, there is nowhere that you can go that you can escape him. Nowhere that you can go that he won't find you. He's a father that loves us that much. That much. And when I say that much, I can't even begin to fathom the entirety of his love. Because it's that many facets of it. It's that many phases of it. It's that many levels of it. That he has enough love to forgive you 70 times 7 in one day. If you would just ask, you shall receive forgiveness. And that's what I wanted to say today. The identity crisis 
that we're living in is because we don't know who our father is. It's because we don't know the love that he has for us. It's because we don't know what he's willing to do for us. It's because we don't know. We heard. But let me ask you. Have you tried him for yourself? Have you tried him for yourself? And all he's asking is for you to give him a chance. He says he stands at the door and knock. And if you were here, <laughs> if you would let him in, now he would come in and sup with you and, and you with him. All he's asking for is a chance. A chance to be the father that you never had. That's all I have for y'all today. A chance to be the father that you never had. Even if you had a father in your household. He's saying give him the chance to be the father that you never had. Because he can do things that your biological father couldn't do. That your biological father didn't do. That your biological father didn't have the ability to do. He's saying that he can do it. He can do it. Let's pray. Lord Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone that has an identity crisis, oh Heavenly Father. Everyone that is struggling about where to go, about what to do, about how to get there, about what is going on in their life, about how to get to the next level. Everyone that is going through an identity crisis, oh Heavenly Father, that don't know whether they're coming or going, that don't have peace, that surpasses all understanding, that don't have wisdom. Lord Heavenly Father, I ask you that you would give them understanding. Your word said, of all that get, get an understanding. God, I ask that you would help your people, your children to understand who the father that you are, the father that you, the father that you are, the father that you are willing to be for them. If they would just allow you, oh heavenly father, I ask that you would, I ask that you would, you would make them receptive to your word, oh heavenly father. Lord God, I thank you that you are a God that leaves us to our will, oh heavenly father. You said that I will not come in unless you allow me to come in. Lord heavenly father, I ask that, I pray that each and every one that hears this, oh heavenly father, opens their heart and lets you in, oh heavenly father, because I know that you want to do exceeding abundantly above we can ever ask or think according to the power that works in us. And God, you are that power that works in us, oh heavenly Father. Lord God, I call for the masses to come to you in, a, in, a, in an astronomical way, in the astronomical numbers, oh Heavenly Father, like the sand on the seashores, oh Heavenly Father. There are billions and billions and billions of people in the world right now, oh Heavenly Father, and there are millions and millions and millions that don't even know you, oh God, that have not chosen to walk with you, oh Father God, that have not given up their own selves, oh Heavenly Father, in pursuit of who you are, oh God. You said that if we would, if we would, if, if we would hold on to our lives then we would lose it but if we would lose our lives for your sake if we would give it over to you that you would give us back life in its abundance so heavenly father so look god right now in the name of jesus oh god i ask that you would touch each and every one oh heavenly father heart by heart and name by name lord father god whatever they're doing if they're driving if they're in their home if they're at work oh heavenly father whatever the case may be oh god i ask that you would come in to them and touch them oh heavenly father in a way that they've never been touched before love them 
in a way that they've never been loved before. Do a thing that never been done before in their lives, oh Father God. Something that they've never seen before. I ask that you would show them, oh Heavenly Father, and bring them into your fold, oh Heavenly Father. Lord God, I thank you, oh God. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you're doing in this hour, in this season, in this time, oh Heavenly Father. I thank you for being the good and great and gracious Father that you are, oh Heavenly Father. For your grace is renewed for us daily, oh God. So I thank you right now. I praise you. I lift your holy name, O oh God. I lift your holy name, O oh Heavenly Father. Oh, Shadaba. I lift your holy name, O oh God. I lift your name up, O oh God. Rabbas, Roshaka. I lift your name up, O oh God. And I give you the glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. 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 Y'all have a blessed one. God bless you. I love you to life. Remember that.